0: Welcome back to the Populars Club. This is episode 10. Great to be back. Great to be here on another Thursday evening, zooming with Jake Albright over in Arizona to talk about some movies, some TV, some music. It's going to be a fun episode we have today. Um, Jake's big birthday weekend this weekend. Might be able to, might be seeing my co host finally in person. To hopefully record a live show maybe next time, but here we are, zooming. Jake's joining me from Arizona. Yes, yes, yes. We are here. How's it going? Cue the music, it's going
1: great. Very beautiful day, as always. Blue skies,
0: another day of song Um, every day.
1: Yep, (laughs) shout out La La Land.
0: I just listened to
1: Um, that, but yes, no, it's a great day. I'm very excited to to come to California, hang out for a little bit, hang out for a couple days, um, go see the beach, see some friends, mm-hmm. so and see Daniel, of course. So it'll be very fun, it's very good time. Long overdue, long overdue.
0: Yeah. I'm trying to remember when we recorded last together, probably like two months ago or like...
1: Yeah, two months ago, like I think that. I was there, yeah, around the end of January. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, when we started this yeah, whole no, thing.
1: Yeah, that was when we started to get pretty serious about this whole thing and um it's been yeah it's been a, a roller coaster of a couple months um, it has personally so <laughs> yeah no it's been it's here. been good it's been good to have the uptake um this is kind of i tell people that podcasting is kind of like um you know therapy i've seen jokes on twitter uh <laughs> you know it's it's therapy for people who don't want to pay for it um <laughs> and Absolutely.
0: so especially this for me year.
1: that's what this is um but for the people that listen um thank you so so much it's uh you know Seriously, I know it's, thank
0: you anyone yeah you're taking time out
1: of your day to listen yeah. to me and dan talk about movies and stuff and it's just mind-boggling it's very thankful um and yeah so dan i just i just am thankful i'm thankful today
0: no, that was that was a great way to open. Gratitude. We got to be more grateful, you know. And it's like we got nothing to lose. Like we're we're doing this for what 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 it is, you know. We're not like we don't have these crazy expectations. It's not like every week we're like, oh, like got to do this, got to do this, you know. Like it is just kind of therapeutic. So I hope it's the same for anyone who listens. Um yes. And today,
1: who knows? In the future, we might get you know we could grow, we could get more guests, we could get more inter- uh, yeah, people to Jake, do podcasts. We Jake, we are. We are, yeah. we are. I'm we grow every
0: dead. episode, dude.
1: Exactly. <laughs> um, but today, Dan,
0: we had a couple things we wanted to talk about. Um, and our little, it's our little, like, comic episode, superhero special. Yes,
1: yeah, so if we're going to put a theme on this, it would be animated. Well, it's not animated, but comic um, superhero series. mm mm-hmm. um, DC Marvel and then a little bit of not DC Marvel so oh you're we're gonna get into all of that
0: Jake's got a new show to share at the end so make sure to stay because I don't even know what what he's dropping on us so
1: yes yes it is it is so impressive the show is so impressive that my own father even watched it on my first request last night which really is a miracle my own father Read who's it. watching wow. He's watching The Office at 60-something years old for the first time. Um, I would it so. take Rico
0: to really hop yeah. on your your um, recommendations, not going to lie. You know, I
1: didn't either. I didn't either. <laughs> I was very surprised. He so, said, all right, I'll, watch, I'll check it out. So that should tell you how impressive this cast is. But um, I think we're going to save that. Dan, what did we Yeah, know?
0: but to start, probably stuff people are definitely more familiar with. We watched... We watched the Snyder Cut, the four-hour-long new Justice League that got released four years after, or no, three years, three and a half, something like that, years after the original came out. Um, Yeah, I mean, that was really exciting for me. I've kind of been uh undercover DC fan since I can remember. not going to lie. Superman's kind of always been just my go-to superhero. I've always... I had hope that they're gonna resurrect him one day, you know, with a really just great movie, great story, great actor. Um, I had my hopes with Zack Snyder and what he did with Henry Cavill, but obviously, <laughs> we didn't, fear. we didn't quite get what we saw. Um, I always go back to Christopher Reeves. I don't know if you know the original 1970s Superman, probably like the I've first. First, you've never seen it. Mm-mm, I haven't oh. Seen really? Dude, you got to watch it. It's like the it's probably the first superhero movie blockbuster out there. But
1: really? <clears throat> you know, Oh yeah, I think just like Big James Bond guy from those days. I think James Bond is my original superhero. He's just he's, you know, Fair he's enough that guy to me. Fair
0: enough. Sean Connery's hard That's to beat. To but um what was I going to say?
1: Oh, okay. okay. Just
0: so getting into the Snyder the Snyder cut. Um so we're going to come at at this from a little different perspective. jake's a bit more what did you even see the original no i did not see the
1: original okay. so i'm a little bit fresh into dc right. um the whole dc universe i mean i've seen aquaman i've seen a couple of the wonder Womans. Mm-hmm. um but i actually didn't even see batman versus superman um no, because okay. i mean both of those movies i just heard how bad they were and, and mm,
0: how should have you know, talked to me i would have I would have told you to go see Batman
1: versus Superman. I know, but it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I finally, finally watched a Snyder, a, a full Snyder film, the, the full four hours.
0: But hey, that says something about the movie that you didn't really have to be a big backstory mm-hmm. type of guy. Like, that's mm-hmm. the thing about Justice League is it, it's all these characters and like, it's stuff that we know you know it's not like a lot of random stuff for example like when we get new characters from marvel it's always like who is this who you know there's a big elaborate backstory universe which is great obviously marvel's done that much better than dc but that's i think why the snyder cut worked for what it was because it didn't it, it kind of works as a standalone you know um, oh yeah
1: for sure um you can just turn on that movie and i mean especially the Snyder Cut with uh, i mean we could get into that the biggest difference was you know the evolution or his, snyder's evolution of the steppenwolf character and so right. i think that's a big reason why you can you can just watch the snyder cut with any back without any mm-hmm. backstory mm-hmm. because he does such a good job of mm-hmm. um you know explaining the characters and developing their storyline mm-hmm. Just within that movie
0: i mean it's four hours long so so it's four hours but he breaks it up into i don't know was it six or seven like chapters or yeah from what i read it's like he was supposed to do it or he was trying to do it as if each chapter was like its own comic book i guess so kind of standalone Mm -hmm. kind of work together as a movie um but i mean that in itself is kind of really unique and like I mean, a four-hour movie, you would never think to sit through a four-hour movie, you know? It's just a beginning, middle, and end. Like, what the hell? How long is the middle?
1: (laughs) But Yeah, and that's there's not really a middle.
0: uh Uh-uh. You lose track of this movie because it's broken up in a very just different way.
1: I'm not going to cap. I might be a crazy person, but I kind of was hoping for a little bit more. Um, Not of the epilogue, but like you know when it when it really started to get going they were fighting steppenwolf
0: really i started thinking,
1: I started thinking like because i wasn't like checking the time yeah um yeah. i started thinking like are we gonna go fight dark side like how deep are we gonna do go that too
0: i mean yeah um, they um, they showed a lot of dark side that
1: i was like are we gonna go all the way like to dark Side? are we gonna have this huge ass battle because you know obviously i mean sadly we're not gonna get the next movie but obviously they're teasing a huge battle against dark side i mean dark side's coming to earth he's he's coming to find the, the anti-life um equation on earth and so i mean that's why i i just was
0: right so was quick backstory emotion. so we so we can get into it a little more without like losing everyone you don't really need to know anything about this movie other than like it's basically the plot of the avengers you know instead of six infinity stones it's three boxes and it's basically just these like it's kind of like a portal device so kind of like the tesseract from what the first avengers Mm -hmm. um and yeah it's basically this dude dark side who's sending this other dude steppenwolf um to
1: steppenwolf's little i mean i don't know what would be the most correct way to put steppenwolf i don't want to say the b word but He's, he's he's, a he's little... yeah a little bit a little
0: he bit. does he does dark side's bitch
1: work. he bows he bows down to dark side a little bit um hey dark... So at oh! Least... Oh! oh dark side's his daddy dark side is oh god daddy.
0: <laughs> um thanks for that analogy jake that's exactly you're welcome. what it that's is
1: what that's what i bring that's what exactly
0: what it is dark side would honestly probably fuck up steppenwolf though if he did. did
1: anything i i
0: oh that reminds me
1: spoilers but mm-hmm. dark side actually killed stefan wolf let's see this
0: movie doesn't like spoilers are kind of discredited for this conversation fast, i feel like because fast, it's fast. like um anyways so that's kind of the plot basically justice league gets together superman's dead for like the first half of the movie and then they're like, oh, no,
1: we need a Superman. And Superman gets angry. It's angry. I mean, I, especially for me not seeing the, the original Justice League and not having much background knowledge on it. It was a little weird to me to see Superman turn on people. I mean, I thought Superman was fucking Superman. I didn't think he had that in him. True, you, okay, so, so
0: you didn't see him get shanked in Batman versus Superman. No, man. You didn't.
1: Well, I, didn't I see him. Cry. they open with that last scene in justice league in the snyder cut remember oh they yeah yeah
0: with
1: the, the last scene more, lots more. of
0: lots of melancholy lots of sad shots of amy adams moping yeah yeah and very I mean, so very, the pacing of the movie is kind of weird it was like yeah i mean in terms of like an actual like <laughs> overall piece in like a movie that flows i don't think it works really well um because Zack Snyder did obviously try to like you know put a bit too much together in one movie obviously hence the four-hour length but like I keep saying if you kind of break it up and you think of it as different movies it works a lot better so then you got like Superman side story him coming back and like for me I I said you know i am always I've always been a big Superman guy so I kind of like to think of Zack Snyder as his original plan for Justice League in this whole universe was actually a trilogy of Superman movies. Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman, and Justice League. Like, that's kind of the core of what he was doing. And then it it's Superman's it's arc cool. plus the background characters, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, you know, you could get all into how they got Josh Wedden on basically to take Justice League distinguish it separate it from the rest of what zack snyder's done and been like nah this is like an avengers movie you've seen before so go see another one because jog, you can
1: turn up that saturation
0: <laughs> oh true i didn't even really catch that but yeah zack snyder has a very very um trademark grayscale His movies are dark His yeah are very dark you just turn the saturation dark. down on like whatever preset he's using <laughs>
1: Yeah, he really doesn't like color. Um, I don't know if that's a that's a personal issue against color. Maybe he's.
0: Oh, not, okay, but this is kind of a good segue into that. comparing the two because I was going to start talking about you know Josh, how they got Josh. What is it, Wedden or mm-hmm. Whedon? I don't, I don't know. I think it's Whedon,
1: Josh. Whedon. But it's only one e, so I don't know.
0: I'm sure you guys know, you know who he I'm is. No English expert, Jake, you um, know. Who he but is. yes,
1: I know who he is. He directed the first Avengers. He uh, was brought over in a little secret agent, double agent, uh, (laughs) kill mission to tank the DC. Basically, they're like, "Hey, DC franchise, direct this, just kill it." I mean, Kevin Feige. I mean, that's just going to go. Oh shoot, Kevin Feige. That's going to go on his kill list. I mean, the dude is just a a mastermind, uh, and and I think that was that was probably one of his proudest achievements is is tanking DC. And and you know that allowed Marvel to just completely so, take over. So Jake,
0: do you think it was all? Do you think Warner Bros. completely turned on their like partnership with DC? Uh-oh. Yeah,
1: and I don't I don't necessarily know why. I, I would love to speculate. I'm sure mm-hmm. I can think of some fun. There's conspiracy probably so many here.
0: theories. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, and I'm sure there's so many theories about it. Um, I mean, if we're just going to look at it from a practical, realistic, capitalistic standpoint, probably had something to do with money. Oh, absolutely.
0: Uh, Every time. Probably
1: either didn't want to pay all those people that much money, um, you know, and I mean, just a budget for that type of movie, especially if, you know, Superman versus Batman didn't get great reviews. Um, reviews. So I could see where that went downhill. But also, I kind of like to look at it from Kevin Feige sending a little rat there to a little blow the whole operation up and I mean why
0: would think about it you gave a great analogy the other day but why would you give the reins of the literal direct rival
1: yeah no so josh would i mean we could the whole conspiracy side of it um but i yeah no he definitely was brought in for nefarious reasons nefarious <laughs> nefarious reasons here um and then we see the film and I mean some people might like how he did it but the fact that he just completely went away from what you know snyder was doing and kind of you know marvelized it it was was yeah i mean it was was
0: very it wasn't even it wasn't even low-key you know it was very clear what they did it was very clear where josh wedden had his touch it was very clear where he changed things to make it more you know just crowd-pleasing Maybe
1: just, we need a collab. Maybe we need to bring the two together. No, Let's I'm sorry. Honestly, I'm going
0: to say it. fuck Josh Wedden. World. He's had his he's had his stardom. We get it. He basically built the Marvel Universe and destroyed the oh. DC Universe. Cool.
1: And <laughs> probably made a lot of money. Um,
0: oh, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, no, I'm he's sure. good for him. But I just think that the movie overall, Um, I mean, if we want to look at it from Snyder's like the snyder cut side of it mm-hmm. i i really did like um you know the the gray mixed with the soundtrack um it just was a very serious movie um especially when compared to marvel movies and so i, I mean i've been seeing a lot and this was kind of what i was thinking while watching it as well is um i just like that we have more content now in the superhero like universe as a whole I, I like true. that we have you know, another portrayal of what these stories could be like, right? right. So we have the Marvel side where everything's yeah. very bright and cheery and jokes and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But now we have this whole mm-hmm. huge ass, you know, kind of elephant in the room, four hour movie where it's like, yeah, this is kind of how it could be, where you just take yourself really seriously. Everything's really dark
0: and. Exactly. Um, I just thought it was
1: really cool that we have two different. That's a good, that's
0: a good point, Jake. I think it's, it's impossible for us not to constantly compare, but it's like, we, we don't have to, we can appreciate these characters by themselves, you know, like. Exactly. And And I think. And what, and what the directors do to, you know, share their stories. And I honestly have always been a big fan of how DC took a darker, a darker yeah, a, lot a lot
1: of people are a lot of people are
0: maybe execution wasn't all there but you know the i like i i get it i but like i get the idea you know and yeah okay, sometimes yeah. i think the argument of when the world's just blowing up and everyone's dying like you're not going to like decapitate someone and then look over at your teammate and like crack a joke about it you know you might
1: oh my god why? <laughs> can we pause i'm sorry it's my mom she's called me three times
0: tell her to fuck off hello hey, is, you, is you, everything
1: you, okay i'm trying to record a podcast right now are you okay is everything okay oh
0: yeah i just quit my job and got a new job that pays me like a trillion
1: times more i am so happy for you oh, mom you? i will call you in 30 minutes congrats amy oh my god where okay so where we'll Uh, Well, yes, I will call you today. Congratulations, Mom. Bye. Love you.
0: Oh, my God. Did you hear all that? We're keeping that. That's staying.
1: Did you hear all that?
0: (laughs) Amy's getting a raise.
1: (laughs) Then I'm like, okay, can I call you at 30? No, I'm getting a root canal. Okay.
0: (laughs) Oh, I thought she was telling you to go get your root canal. I was like, Jesus. She was
1: like, no, I'm getting a root I'm like, okay, have fun. Like is everything okay? Like are you dying? No, I gotta raise. Oh <laughs> bro, if that's in the audio, please put that in there. Let's see. So hey, I haven't funny. stopped
0: recording. This is all going in, dude.
1: I know, but I hope that like the zoom picked that up and stuff.
0: I, um, I, I bet it did. uh here, I got a good spot for us to jump to. Um good kind of segue, but still comparing Marvel and DC, and instead of more just, you know, like the tone and whatnot, like I was, I couldn't help but think after watching Snyder Cut and after starting Falcon and Winter Soldier, like kind of the difference in like the universe building they're doing right now. You know, like, I guess it's still hypothetical because yeah, like DC is not supposed to come out with anything else now, but obviously there was a lot of, there was a lot of teases. There was a lot of little snippets in the Snyder Cut that allude to stuff in the DC universe that I think, at least for me, was extremely exciting. Um, I don't don't really give a fuck about spoilers at this point, but basically, Snyder brings in an old character that he's had in quite a few movies, and he's now the Martian Manhunter, which is one of my favorite Justice League characters. And we only get him for like, I don't know, very slim screen time. But... He's there, and he's a character that is like it. It makes a lot of sense, you know, that he's him. I I loved it. I loved it.
1: Yeah, no, and it was a good reveal at the end, and it was a good reveal. Um, you know, when we saw him, I think it was in the middle of the movie talking to Lois Lane, um, as someone else, and then he transformed into the Marsh as the Man general. Him, and he transformed into the general.
0: Oh so, yeah, he wasn't even the general talking. He was to like Lois. a woman. He was a That's woman. Right. Yeah.
1: No, he was acting as uh, Superman's mom. That was a little crazy. Um,
0: oh, that's remember right. that? He was Martha. He was
1: Martha! Martha!
0: <laughs> you haven't even seen that movie. Fuck you. <laughs>
1: I've seen the Godzilla versus King Kong memes. That's all I need to see. Have you not seen that? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we need to talk about Godzilla vs. King Kong. We on, do. Right? Oh, okay. I've s- <laughs> that'll be upcoming in the next couple weeks. I still need yeah, yeah, to watch yeah. that.
0: I did. Um, I saw all over Twitter though that if you're DC, you can't see that. You have to boycott it.
1: No, my God. No, dead ass. I guess
0: now, like, all like right. well, I'm not Warner DC, Bros. So
1: I, I don't care. <laughs> uh, I'm a big HBO guy too, so I can give a shit. Warner Bros. Um,
0: Warner Bros. dropped this on HBO Max like a week after the Snyder Cut. It is kind of a slap in the face. It is a little bit.
1: Um, and it's been surprisingly popular. I thought that one would just be... I
0: know, dude. People are eating this shit up.
1: <laughs> I guess they don't really have much else to do. Um, Nothing else to so go let's, want- let's transition into to Falcon Wars. Some
0: Marvel in. stuff. Yeah, this let's do is that. Some
1: Marvel stuff because um... I really like this tv show and i i think that what i mean we've been talking about it for now a couple months what disney and marvel are doing with the tv shows and there was a lot of skepticism at the beginning about how it would look how it would work out at the beginning of wandavision right and i think wandavision put a lot of those you know worries to bed because it was so fucking good um and now we're getting Falcon and Winter Soldier. And it's just it's so exciting to me, man. We're just getting all this stuff back to back to back every you look week like a, we're getting you look a new like a episode. Kid
0: and a candy ah storm. man,
1: kid in the candy storm. My eyes are lighting up. I mean, I'm thinking about it. We got a new episode dropping tonight, man. Like I was gonna not? say, I, I
0: was gonna say it's it, around the ugh. corner. Yeah. We got
1: a new episode dropping in probably 5-6 hours. So, I mean, the the fact that I can stay up Thursday night and watch an episode or wake up Friday morning, <laughs> it's just so exciting.
0: It adds a little spice to my life. Um you're you're funny. Yeah. It, this is what we does. do. This is what we do this for. We got to get excited about this. And so it's good when we have good content to get excited about exactly so falcon and winter
1: soldier hopefully some of you guys have seen it um if you haven't it's a just a continuation of marvel and the whole marvel universe it's set six months it's set a little bit after wandavision and it's set six months after um oh, okay. the return of everyone from end game um so i could what they're calling it is the I, global repatriation act go dan oh yeah
0: I was just going to say, I couldn't really tell if it was supposed to be during WandaVision or like, because, you know, so far, obviously it's same universe, same, same stuff, but there's been no overlap, which I thought is kind of interesting. I thought I would have been expecting some overlap by now. You know, I kind of was going into Falcon and Winter Soldier thinking it was going to be WandaVision, not part two, but, you know, follow up to WandaVision. But no.
1: I mean, I think you could just make the argument on the surface that a lot of shit's probably just going on in the world. I mean, we got a whole town under control by a witch. Yeah. We've got Carly <laughs> Morgenthau stealing serums. We've got the power broker loose. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, maybe just a lot of shit's going down. But I mean, right. also, I mean, Marvel probably just can't fit that into a TV show. And, and money-wise, that's, that's a lot to deal with. But sure. um, I do think, you know, people are getting very excited about certain cameos and appearances like they were in WandaVision. But before we get into that, let's just start with the show. Uh, So, give us a
0: quick like thirty seconds. we gonna give a little one minute
1: breakdown. One Um, minute. So it's I'm cutting you off at one minute. Okay, start the timer. It's John Mackey's Falcon. Uh, He took the shield from Cap at the end of Endgame. Cap gave it to him as an old man. Uh, John Mackey said. Yeah, I kind of don't want the shield in the first episode, so he gave it to the U.S. government. U.S. government put in the Smithsonian to make Mackie happy, but then they turned around and gave it to some fucking white dude who has no powers named John Walker, and he becomes uh, Captain America Part Two, Poor Man's Captain America, whatever you want to call him. Um, And he's got a little a little sidekick named Leon Hoskins, and uh, they they just kind of suck, and, really and they just kind America. of embarrass really themselves. Douchey, ignorant um think that everything revolves around them and so falcon and winter soldier winter soldier is bucky if you guys don't remember um have to try to fight these people called the flag smashers run by carly Morganthau. she's taken a super serum with her friends. he's an
0: absolute badass
1: absolute badass she gives people food she gives people health care she's just an amazing person um until we figure out what she's doing wrong but right now, it seems like she's really.
0: Yeah, I mean, she's playing, you know, that like rebel without a cause type. You know, mm-hmm. she's so Robin now, Hood. We, I mean, if we want
1: to get into the, I know I'm probably past my minute, but to real quick get into the conflict of the show, mm-hmm. we've got Carly Morgan Thow has stolen serum from a super villain who is who is you know, the show is setting it up. He is the main main villain. His name is the Power Broker. Mm-hmm. Um, And he has created Super Serum. He's from the comics. He's created Super Serum with this doctor who we met in episode three called Dr. Nagel. We still still
0: haven't met Power Broker.
1: We still haven't met Power Broker. We have no idea who he or she is. There's a lot of conspiracies out there. Peggy Carter, or Peggy (gasps) Carter's niece, Sharon Carter. I meant Sharon Carter.
0: Oh, Um, Peggy Peggy Carter comes back from the dead and she's the Power Broker. Uh, I don't
1: think so. (laughs) Um, There's been a couple... Even as crazy theories as that, like White Vision could be Power Broker.
0: But, oh, I heard that one. Mm-hmm.
1: So Power Broker got his serum stolen by Carly Morgenthau. Carly Morgenthau is kind of just a rebel. She's on her own. She's got seven friends with her. They're all super soldiers. They took the serum. They're helping people. So Power Broker is going after Carly Morgenthau. Then we've got Bucky and Falcon going after Carly Morgenthau. Mm -hmm. But now they found out about the power brokers, So they've got Mm -hmm. two people coming at them. But they also have
0: John Walker always, like, right behind them, like, trying to pick up after them and correct them. And
1: Yep. And so then John Walker and the U.S. government, they're trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. They're trying to chase after all these guys. You know, they're always one, two, three, four, five steps behind. So, you know, they're the dumbasses. And now... I want to introduce... You guys are probably like, wow, this sounds pretty good. If you haven't seen it, if you've seen it, you're like, yep, yep. But Jake, you're missing the biggest part. You're missing the big reveal.
0: <laughs> Tell us, Jake. Zemo.
1: Um, Zemo's back. Zemo is back. He was, uh, you know, a huge character in Civil War. He almost single-handedly took down the Avengers and ruined the world. Um, so... He's also, you know, part of Hydra, Racist. Um, and so he was in prison, obviously. And Bucky and Falcon go and break Zemo out because they think Zemo has information about the Power Broker, which he does. But it's Zemo. So he's going to play some games. He's going to lie. He's going to, you know, have his own little game going on. And we see that in the episode. So that's where we are. We've got Zemo. We've got the Power Broker. you know what if like if you guys
0: haven't seen this like uh, you're probably thinking like who is the good guys and who's the bad guys and that's what's honestly the coolest part of this show is like the conflict and like the convulsion of all the different conflicts it's not like it's not the classic you know what we're used to we have it's, no idea
1: who is we don't good,
0: who is bad we yeah. have no idea
1: who is working for who
0: right I mean, because you know yeah. you've seen these characters in the past and you know bucky was a bad guy bucky was one of the i still will say i think one of the greatest villains in a marvel movie winter soldier was one of the best movies and so but now bucky's like a homie and you're like oh i love bucky and then you're like john walker he's bucky's super funny. sus but he's also like captain america so he's the good guy and then you got the... Carly the,
1: Morgenthau. Who you're, they, they Carly, watch what's her know. name?
0: What's her character's name? Carly Morgenthau. Oh, she's the redhead. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then you got her, and obviously you know she's the person you really sympathize with because she's that, like...
1: But the show girl. doesn't want you to sympathize with her. The show's trying right. to paint her to be a bad guy, but then right. you watch what she's doing, and you're like, oh, right. she's just helping kids. And even right. in episode three, I don't know if you remember... Except for when, yeah. Well, I I guess she would say she had her reasons for that. But remember in right. episode three, Hoskins says to Walker, he has a great line. Walker's like, Why can't we just like get rid of these people? Or you know what I'm saying and then Hoskins is like, Well, she's just giving food and water and health care to people. It's kinda hard to stop that. Right. <laughs> and I, I thought that was a great line showing who Morgenthau's character is and um kind of the conflict between
0: Well, and it was that was right after um walker and his dudes went into their building and they were like give us the serum and then they were like no and then he just walked out like okay and then he was like shit i guess i can't actually do anything (laughs) and it was kind of an interesting thing to see on screen you know for a superhero movie that rubbed me differently you know what i mean it was exactly
1: and i mean i think you could say that's a little bit of like the benefits of doing it on television you get to focus a little more on the on the smaller dialogue pieces instead of the big action sequences. Um, sure. And so, I mean, to wrap up what we were going to say, Dan, I was just going to say that I think, I guess, to the Marvelization of this show, I guess I just made up that word during this episode. I kind of like it. How they're marveling this show, you know, putting their little Marvel touch on it is, you know, the the friendship between Falcon and Winter Soldier. So we see at the beginning, yeah. you go to therapy. Um, there's always you know, little one-liners. Can you move up your seat? I'm guessing you're not going to move up your seat, you know, like a callback to a, another movie.
0: Yeah, you got some of the, I mean, you love that. I, I'll actually I play it. devil's it's- advocate. And whenever I feel like we're falling back into the Marvel al- algorithm, I'm like, oh, there we go again. <laughs>
1: no, I hear you, I hear you. Um, I just love it. I think it adds, uh, it adds a little spice. It adds some fun. Um,
0: I have, I have one thing to, maybe you'll fight me, fight me, yes, but yes Let's I told you Winter Soldier was probably my favorite Marvel movie. And the one major gripe I have is, uh, okay, see, it's hard to talk about because we're only in to episode three of the six part series, but I, I, part of me feels like Marvel kind of backtracked or went back on themselves, you know, like they are kind of relying on this slate of characters that they know people are familiar with and they know people are gonna get excited to see again. And like, we've obviously seen that in WandaVision with this show, you know, just revealing old characters that we haven't seen in a while, but now we got a new twist on them. And like, obviously that's respectable to keep building on characters and keep developing their story. But I'm not gonna lie, Bucky was just, him and Captain America's relationship or no, more more Bucky and like the whole Hydra Shield thing. Mm-hmm. I think that was just such a deep theme to like play with, you know, in Winter Soldier and like who's the bad guys, who's the good guys. And then, you know, you really got you really got this um whole image of Bucky as just this mind wiped, you know, just kind of super soldier. And he and he literally did so much shit and then all of a sudden like he wakes up and he's just like oh yeah like I go to therapy and I won't do all this stuff again and you still see it in his eyes you know you're like okay old Bucky is still there but I don't know part of me I guess just wants to see Bucky just kill people again and turn on his friends (laughs) (laughs) um because he's you know what I mean like it's it's a little more like, you already feel like you're kind of personally connected. So I just kind of felt like Marvel was like, they kind of just gave up on his character. And they were just like, all right, now he's the new good guy. Because, you know, you guys know his face. And he was Captain America's best friend, so. Yeah, I
1: guess. But he also did break Zemo out of prison. and I mean, it's not like he's been a perfect, perfect role model. In this show, right, but he's still like,
0: No, Falcon, listen to me, this is gonna work out. Just like you know, he's still constantly just trying to do
1: well. I would just go back to the argument that fundamentally Bucky is a good guy and that it's not necessarily, yes, we do, dude. He literally childhood best friend, yeah, and then the war war happened.
0: And then the war he got brainwashed by Hydra after the train accident
1: so yes it was not Bucky's control he got his arm cut off and mm. brainwashed by Zemo and you don't Zeta- know
0: what Hydra. he saw when he met Hydra we don't know and that was what I that's what I was trying to get at with the whole with in winter soldier you know because obviously Bucky got connected with the very beginning of Hydra, the very beginning of Shield, basically the very beginning of the Avengers. You know, there's he's got more control over but stuff than I think he did. We, yeah.
1: I think I like the Bucky redemption story. I, he became the White Wolf, sp- spent some time in Wakanda, so maybe you know that helped change him. All right. I also, did kind of you know, forget, it helps save the universe. So that's a couple points for Bucky and a couple um, points for
0: Bucky being good.
1: <laughs> yeah, a couple you know, like reference to the good place. that's some, that's some good points for Bucky. Um, yeah. um, but you know, I do I do see what you're saying, Dan. I, I think that he was one of their biggest supervillains. and especially Marvel doesn't have that many supervillains. villains um, mm. for them to turn one of their biggest ones into. A hero. Thank you. That's definitely yes. a little confusing,
0: but thank you for Dan, verbalizing that. Idea I personally. think
1: that while Bucky is kind of turning to the good side, I think Zemo is starting to elevate into a supervillain. I think we're, we're going to see. Um, I don't want to give anything away, but to just you know quench your quench your supervillain thirst here. I think Zemo might be taking a little super serum here soon. So watch out for that, you know, you combine Brains of Zemo with a super soldier body, that could get a little scary. Um and then you you know we saw him with that purple mask. So if you if you're a comic book fan, he uh Zemo's a pretty pretty badass dude in the comic books. He, he's a super oh, really super soldier. Um yeah, he turns into a full super villain. Um so be ready for that, I think. And then also we have the emergence of this power broker who um real quick i can get into he uh plays a huge role in the comic book series um he was a very rich businessman in one of the comic book series um he has two variations of himself In one of them he's a very rich businessman like billionaire and he creates the super soldier serum and you know starts giving it to people creates like a huge team um we have like actually a no no no
0: when did this you happen guys-
1: um in like the 60s and 70s or 80s too and so this is going to sound made up but i am not lying to you this is what the comics say happens he creates the super soldier serum gives it to people and says you are in debt to me so you have to pay me back Mm -hmm. do you want to know how he made them pay them back this is the most 80s fucking shit ever he made them fight in a wrestling league so it was a superhero wrestling league, like some, I forget like the initials or the name of it. But a superhero wrestling league, they would fight as many matches until they made enough money to pay back the power broker. And then the power broker would let him go. But he and, continue- in return,
0: dude, think about it. He's getting to see all his test subjects go up against each other to see who's the best.
1: <laughs> yep. And then, you know, obviously the power broker was not done with them after that. He would continue to blackmail them and, and use them for certain things you
0: the cameo of isaiah bradley i love that little snippet that they threw in you know he was the first black super soldier that was obviously Mm -hmm. heavily manipulated he was thrown in jail after for 30 years and i think that has they're definitely doing something with his character and like the backstory of where the serum came from why it was used how it was fucked around And, and we
1: saw that um With Nagel, Nagel talks about how he had, um, Nagel's got a huge plot in the comic books too. Um, He was a doctor introduced in episode three. um, And, you know, he talked about how he had experimented on Isaiah Bradley, which Isaiah Bradley also talked about, um, which is obviously horrible and just inhumane. Um, But yeah, that's how they created the super soldier serum that Carly Margantho had is from you know taking it from isaiah bradley and studying him
0: mm-hmm.
1: um so now you know back to the power broker real quick so we've got him we've got zemo uh we don't know the the other variation the power broker takes the super soldier serum and becomes a super villain himself um and fights himself that would make sense. so we do not know which one we're going to get that's why there's been some theories of it being white vision maybe because white vision looks very similar to what the power broker did in the comic book series i don't don't see that happening Um, i do not see that happening i just don't think that's possible i I think that would take too much explaining and just too many
0: no i think if they would have revealed a little bit more about the black or the white vision back Mm -hmm. in wandavision then then um, I would say we could have more of this conversation. Exactly,
1: but I think a big, I think a big thing is Sharon Carter. She had a big appearance. Oh so yeah, that's what is going on with her.
0: Yeah, I kind of wanted to end on her, and because because we got episode four dropping now, and episode three ended with the reveal. Well, the reveal of character from Black Panther um, who's coming back, but also Sharon Carter leaving. After Wakanda
1: made- is coming to get Zemo. That's what we learned. Wakanda. So that's another. Right. You can add them to the conflict now. Is we've got Wakanda as kind of like a fifth or sixth party coming oh, in shit, and right. being like, "Oh yeah, 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 no, 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 no. We want this dude you broke out of prison. I know the power broker <laughs> wants him. I know that the U.S. government wants him. It's our, it's our turn." Um, but yeah, it's it but is, yeah. It's very exciting I'm really exc-
0: I'm excited for this one tonight. I think. I think we'll also hear a lot more about Sharon Carter. Um, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. she's definitely got a lot more in this story than what we've heard so far. And the, obviously, she needed that pardon to get back to the states. Something she did something more than just you know what oh, yeah. we know.
1: Exactly, she's got some stuff going on. I mean, we saw with all her artwork. How is she getting that artwork? How does she get money? Who is she selling it to? Um, how does Whose she know the power part is this? yeah so what's going on here but i think dan going forward next week i think we should talk about episode four of falcon and winter soldier we'll yeah be- we want
0: to we want to kind of update this week by week kind of how we tried to do wandavision so we're going to do thing. Thing. that yeah
1: we're also going to introduce invincible which i'm not really going to talk about i think we ran oh one, but well we're going to we're going to introduce invincible next week there's a new episode dropping on friday so i can talk about that okay and um just tell us sorry, what it is at least. A bit.
0: tell us again it's,
1: a, it's an adult animated superhero show um so it's not like you know your old dc animated superhero show they're swearing there's a lot of gore there's a lot of blood lot the of
0: boys make it animated maybe
1: kind of a little bit um and then the cast is just ridiculous uh jk simmons uh sandra o oh, steven yen uh marcel hall and it's seth Rogen, John Hamm, uh, just Jesus. you name it they're in the show wow. it's one of the greatest television casts of all time um, you can look it up on imdb if you think i'm lying to you if you think these people are <laughs> not in an animated TV i'm looking at Super the cast
0: Heroes. right now this shit is pretty stacked
1: it's stacked so please watch it it's got an 8.8 on imdb uh we will talk about that next week and then i think we might try to get to godzilla and king kong but we'll see it's oh be- that would
0: be fun because it's, it's kind of like the new only new release Terms oh, we'll see either music. we'll
1: either do that next week or the week after um depending oh on
0: i do time. have a, a friend coming on either next week or the week after too so we're gonna have a a good music special episode coming up um little just a little sh- sharing of a new musician up and coming it's gonna be good awesome awesome but thanks for listening today guys um I kind of liked, I've been meaning to have an episode where we just kind of compare Marvel and DC, and now we have kind of two things, two new things that were very comparable, relatable, um, very different, four hours versus 40 minutes, Mm. but Mm. yeah,
1: Yeah.
0: thanks for listening guys.
1: That was a good episode. I'm glad we were recording. We'll see
0: you all next week, Thursday evening. Um, Have a great Thursday evening or Friday or weekend. Whenever you're listening to this, I hope your day's going well. So much.
1: Have a great day. Hit the music.